You are listening to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, episode number 32. Welcome to the Yummy Mummy Podcast, where you will learn brand new and shockingly different tools to lose weight for the last time. And now, here's your host, certified life and weight loss coach, Laura Conley. Hey, yummies. Welcome to the podcast. We are doing listener Q&A part three. Before we dive in, let me tell you a little fun factoid and a little client comedy poo-poo. I'm in a mood. It's Friday afternoon. My fun fact, you guys, is I'm going to get a massage after I record this. Here's what I want to share with you about that, though. I think I'm pretty good at taking care of myself. I think I'm pretty good at not falling into shame spirals or guilt traps, but I want you to know that even though I'm going to get a massage, even though I'm practicing self-care, I still had thoughts of, oh my God, should I really spend the money? Is this going to be worth it? I should be using that time to work. I should be using that time to clean the house, blah, 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 right? And I just think that voice is going to be there for the rest of my life, maybe. When I go get massages, this is the part where my brain says, yeah, but you shouldn't. No, but of course I should. Of course I need to practice self-care. In fact, I become a better entrepreneur, a better coach, a better mom, a better human when I take the time to spend time, energy, and money on myself, specifically laying on a massage table getting touched. (laughs) Okay, you guys. So I just wanted to share that. I think that we think, oh, I'm going to do all these wonderful things and it's just going to feel amazing all the time. No, it's not going to always feel amazing, but it doesn't mean that you should stop. It doesn't mean you shouldn't do the thing that you really want to do, even if guilt or shame or fill in the uncomfortable emotion shows up. So that's what I wanted to share with you. I'm also just genuinely, there's the good feelings too. I'm genuinely so excited to go get that massage. It's so amazing. So one of my client comments that I wanted to share with you guys is I asked my clients to come up with a list of things that they want, that they already have in relationship to their relationship with their body and food. So I want you guys doing this too. I think we cannot create what we really want to create, which is if you're listening to this podcast, you probably want to create your dream come true weight, a healthy relationship with your body, a healthy relationship with food. You probably want to release a lot of the drama. And in order to do that, we have to come from a place of abundance not lack, right? So many of us are wanting from a place of lack. Oh, if I could just have this, then I would feel better. No, I want you wanting from a place of abundance. So one of my clients, I'm just going to share some of the things that she wants that she already has. She phrased a lot of her wants with I love And then she filled in the blank, which I think is so cool. So you can totally borrow from her. Um, But do do this work on yourself. Your brain's not going to want to do it. Your brain's probably going to come up with some resistance. Your brain might even say to you, oh, no, there's nothing that I want that I already have. (laughs) Okay, brain, I get that you're having a little fit right now. And we're still going to answer Laura's question. Okay, so my client says, I love that I'm eating so many fruits and vegetables. 
I love that I'm becoming a runner. I love that I'm going on lots of hard hikes. I love that my clothes are fitting better. I love that I look better in photos. I love that I can say no to sugar. I love that I'm being mindful about what I put into my body. I love that my body has given me two beautiful kids. Aww. I love that my body has nearly healed my super busted ankle. I love that I can carry my kids when they need comfort. I love that I'm losing inches. I love that I'm eating to live, not living to eat. I love that I'm starting to feel like myself again. I love that I have strong legs. I love that I am taking care of myself. I love that I have a good and rational relationship with the scale. I love that I don't have food drama anymore. I love that my body responds really well to exercise. I love that I'm no longer putting way too much alcohol in my body. I love that I'm honoring myself and my body. I love intermittent fasting. So cool. Thank you so much for letting me share this, Zoe. I am so excited for you and everything that you love. When I first read this, you guys, I started crying (laughs) because this is what I want, right? Yes, it's awesome that she gets to wear smaller clothes and that her clothes are fitting better. But what's so much more awesome is the freedom that she's creating. She's living the life that she's always wanted to live. And this is possible for you guys. You guys, if you are listening to this podcast, it is coming out on June 22nd, which means I am open for enrollment. I am open. I'm taking applications for the next round of the Yummy Mummy experience, which starts July 5th. If you want to apply, go to laraconley.com forward slash work dash with dash me, and you can apply there. The link will be all over my social media and it will be in the show notes if you, um, didn't memorize that. (laughs) Okay. Let's get to the remainder of your Q and A's. Although I don't know if I'm going to get to all of them because you guys are asking me such good questions that I don't want to rush through them. I want to answer them thoroughly. This question came to me through my client, Patty, who posted on the Facebook group. Again, if you guys aren't a part of our Facebook community, you need to be, it's just called the yummy mummy lose weight for the last time and body drama and get food freedom. That's what the name of the Facebook group is. So she asks, what is it about feeling stressed that makes me want to bake a batch of brownies and partake in them? (laughs) Okay. In general, the question is, why do I want to eat my feelings? I had a happy childhood and I'm well-adjusted adult. I really am. Okay. Let's go step-by-step. What is it about feeling stressed that makes me want to bake a batch of brownies and partake in them? AKA, if this were me, eat all of them. (laughs) Here's what's really cool. There is an actually a physiological answer to this question. When you are stressed out, cortisol is released in your body. You have elevated levels of cortisol in your body. If you are to then go and eat brownies, go and eat sugar, what's going to happen? Your blood sugar and your insulin is going to spike and cortisol is going to come down. So it actually is going physiologically. It is going to help you feel less stressed in the moment, right? We have to look at the big picture. Long-term, eating those brownies are probably gonna make you feel more stressed out if they're not serving you, right? So that's actually the physiological answer. So I love this answer because it can help you to feel like not crazy, right? Like, of course you wanna eat brownies when you're stressed out, That's going to help balance out your cortisol and not make you feel so fight or flighty. 
Then she says, in general, the question is, why do I want to eat my feelings? Well, it's pretty much the same answer, right? We want to eat our feelings or escape from our feelings or avoid our feelings because, well, number one, we're not taught how to feel our feelings. I feel like my three-year-old is actually learning how to feel her feelings fairly well, but I'm like, is this going to stop in like the fifth grade? I mean, it's not going to stop because I'm her mom, but they, there's all kinds of books about preschoolers feeling their feelings. I'm like, are there books in like the fifth and sixth grade and 10th and 11th and in college and thereafter about feeling our feelings? There should be. So it's normal to want to eat your feelings. This is probably how you are conditioned, right? Have you ever heard the phrase, oh, you don't feel good? Here, why don't you have some fill in the blank food? That'll make you feel better. I think I said this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. I had a client, uh, I think it was her mother-in-law was offering her daughter French fries because the granddaughter was upset. <laughs> right? She's like, this'll fix it. This'll solve all the problems. So we are conditioned and socialized to think, I mean, just look at a Coca-Cola ad, right? Life is happiness when you drink Coke. I mean, I don't really know the slogan, but it's something along those lines. Take McDonald's, for example, take any food they associate, they program your brain with the thinking, if I eat this, then I will be happy. Number one, physiological reasons. Number two, conditioning programming reasons. It's totally normal that you want to eat your feelings and you want to use food to escape them. We're not taught that feelings are really just vibrations in our body. They're not something to be fixed or solved. They're something to just give some space to, to allow to be there. Go back and listen to, I think it's episode number 15. I talk a lot about feelings and I'll do another episode on feelings in the next week or two or three, I don't want to make any promises (laughs) on feelings and doing a deep dive into that because so many of us are eating for emotional reasons and that means we're overeating. And for some of us, that means we're overweight or we're not at our natural weight. So she says, I had a happy childhood and I'm a well-adjusted adult. Patty, this is so good. So profound. I think so many of us do this. We're like, What's wrong with me? Why am I eating my feelings? I had a happy childhood. My parents were good to me. I'm well adjusted. I shouldn't, right? There comes the shoulding. Don't shit on yourself, you guys. She's shutting on herself secretly. She's like, I shouldn't want to eat brownies because I'm a well adjusted adult. I have all the tools, I have everything else figured out physiologically, biologically, you're programmed to want to eat brownies. Then you're also programmed through socializing, through conditioning from our culture to want to eat your feelings, to want to eat brownies. So don't shut on yourself and be like, well, just because I had a happy childhood and just because I'm a well-adjusted adult, it it doesn't make you like not a human. (laughs) Like just because you're a well-adjusted adult and you had a happy childhood doesn't make you a (laughs) non-human. You're still a human that is supposed to experience the full gamut, the full range of emotions, and that 
still has a human brain, a primitive brain inside there. And that primitive brain is going to tell you, Hey, Patty, when we're stressed, there's a lot of cortisol. We need to calm down. So let's eat. Your brain's also probably like, we don't know when we're going to get our next meal. So we better eat all the brownies. Your brain's also probably like, Ooh, you know what? If we eat these brownies, we're going to get like, our brain is literally going to light up with dopamine hit after dopamine hit after dopamine hit, which feels very pleasurable in the moment. So Patty, you were totally normal. Nothing has gone wrong here. Your practice, and this is for all of you, you guys, obviously, is to just practice allowing the feelings and to notice, hmm, if I just give my feelings some space, if I name them, if I take a couple breaths and I'm willing to feel a little uncomfortable, I don't have to eat them. You can actually lower your cortisol through your breath, through taking three full deep breaths rather than eating the brownie. Now the brownie is going to sound divine and like the perfect choice in the moment, but we have to pan out and think about big picture. We know that those brownies give us a net negative in the grand scheme of things, whereas three deep breaths gives us a net positive. But in that initial moment, it may be a little hard for you and that's okay. Okay, so Kristen says, I'd love to learn more about stopping a spiral. When I allow myself one scoop of ice cream for my joy eat, it turns into a carton and anything else I have in the house before I can get my mind back on board and brain back in control. So she's saying she (laughs) allows one scoop and then it turns into a carton and then it turns into like the whole pantry. She says, and then I feel terrible and moody after, which triggers more cravings. Oh my God, have we all been there or what, Kristen? Such a good question. So she says, it turns into a carton and anything else I have in the house. No, Kristen, it doesn't turn into a carton and anything else. No, 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 no. It doesn't just turn into that. I want you to take your power back here, (laughs) right? We're like, it just happens. I don't know. The food just popped in my mouth before I knew it. The whole entire box of peanut butter puffins was gone or whatever your thing is, right? Fill in the blank. It turns into, no, it does not turn into anything. You put the food in your mouth. You take it with your hand, lift it to your mouth, chew it and swallow it. It doesn't turn into anything. You are the one doing it. Now, I'm not saying this to shame you. No, 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 Do not mishear me here. I am not saying this to shame you. I'm saying this so you can take your power back. Because if it just turns into something, if you're not in control, then you can't change it. So my question to Kristen is, why does it turn into a carton and the rest of the pantry? What are you thinking? This is for all of you guys. What are you thinking that allows you to go get that second scoop of ice cream or allows you to finish the carton? You're probably thinking something like, well, I already had one scoop. It won't matter anyways. I'll clean this up on Monday. Or it's just so good. I can't stop. I want you identifying the thought that is creating the second scoop or the whole carton. So let's say your thought is, it won't matter. I already had one scoop anyways. I want you countering that thought with your higher intelligence. So if your brain says to you, it doesn't matter anyways, we already had one scoop. 
uh, brain, yeah, it does matter. Why does it matter? You have to answer this question for yourself. But for me, it matters because I said I was going to have one scoop and that's it. And I'm building my integrity and my confidence. I want to follow through on what I say I'm going to do because that's the relationship I want to have with myself, right? So you have to slow down the process of just going back for that second scoop. And this isn't overnight, you guys. You have to be willing to let this take a week or two or three or four. This is such a beautiful step, Kristen, because what you've done is the most important step which is identifying, huh, this is what I do. How can I stop it? And the how is number one, take your power back. It doesn't turn into a carton. You literally put the food in your mouth. Why are you putting the food in your mouth? Why are you putting that second scoop? It's because of one thought. What is a thought? A sentence in your brain. It is because of one sentence in your brain. What is that sentence? And how can you counter it in a way that you believe in a way where your brain will shut the F up? (laughs) Now, don't be mean to your brain. Don't be mad at your brain. Your brain's just operating the way that it thinks it's supposed to. So you can actually approach it kind of playfully like brain. I know you want to eat all the things. That's totally normal. You're operating perfectly. And guess what I want? I don't want to eat all the things. I want to be able to wear my romper. I don't want the ice cream to have control of me. I want to keep my word to myself, right? And again, you might have to be willing to have some discomfort. I would also go back and listen to my podcast on urges. I think it's number three and really learn how to allow urges because what you're noticing is that you have an urge for food. It's for the same food you've already eaten, but all you need to do is manage that urge in the moment. Okay. So, and you need to pre-plan what exactly am am I going to say? Bank on your brain wanting more after your joy eat. Bank on it. Oh, huh. This is the part. where my brain wants more than what I said I was going to have. This is the part where I say, and then you fill in the blank with your mantra. No, you know what brain? It does matter, right? Your brain says it doesn't matter. You know what brain? It does matter. And here are the reasons why. Figure out your reasons why, right? This is the relationship I want to have with myself. I really want to look good for this weekend. I really (laughs) want to be in control versus the ice cream. Okay, you guys, so I think that that's really important that you just slow it down, give yourself some time, and find the thought. Let's do one more. Leanne says, strategies for not comparing yourself to others when they're having success and you're not. I know there is a lot of mind work here, but for me, this has been the toughest thing to deal with. She says to herself, why doesn't this work for me? Or it's not fair or, ugh, right? Have you guys been there? Have you guys ever compared yourself to another human? Don't you dare tell me no. Okay, this is why I love studying the brain and I love studying the biology of the brain. It's so cool. Did you guys know that we are designed to compare? Literally. Our primitive brain's job, one of their jobs is to compare ourselves to other people to see where we stack up. 
Because way back in the day, we lived in caves. We had to fit in. We had to be a part of the pack because if we weren't, we would be ousted from the pack. If we were ousted from the pack, from the tribe, that would mean no food and no shelter and death. So you guys, when your brain is comparing you to somebody else, that's just your brain trying to keep you alive, trying to help you survive. Now, of course, it's 2021 and we don't have to be a part of the pack in order to survive. And on top of that, my guess is we all want to thrive. We're all here now in 2021 to thrive, to contribute, to live our best lives. So I think the practice is noticing when you compare, noticing, okay, that's a normal part of my brain doing what it's supposed to be doing. It's okay. I love that quote, comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. But you guys don't expect that you will stop comparing one day. Yeah, you might get better at it. You might get more skilled at separating yourself out from the feelings. But what I really want you to know is just it's appropriate. And notice that it doesn't serve you anymore in 2021. Oh, there goes my brain wanting to compare. That's normal. Let's move on. Let's remind ourselves as to why we are a special, unique, awesome individual. Here's what I like about comparing. I think jealousy and envy are two of those emotions that we can gently switch to inspiration. So notice if you feel jealous of somebody or if you feel envious of somebody and their success. How can you turn that into inspiration? How can you look at their success and be like, wow, I wonder what they're thinking and feeling. I wonder what they're doing and not doing. I wonder how I could apply that to myself. It's so cool. If it's possible for them, it's possible for me. So using other people and the way that your brain wants to take it, which is sometimes to jealousy and envy, and just gently shifting it to inspiration instead. It's so fun and it's so cool. I love it, right? I just noticed um, my brain was doing this. Uh, My best friend, you guys know, moved here to Colorado. And they got this beautiful new home and I love it. And they have this crazy, awesome view of the mountains. No, I do have an amazing view. I'm sitting looking at the snow-capped mountains from here right now, actually. But their view, you guys, is jaw-droppingly beautiful. Mountains on mountains. So gorgeous. And I was like, oh my God. And my knee-jerk, like I could feel that jealousy, like knee-jerk, right? Because I'm a human, because I'm normal. And I was like, ooh, let me see if I can shift this to inspiration. This is very inspiring. I'm going to go, we're going to go, I'm going to go over there. We're going to have coffee and look at the mountains together. And it's a source of connection now, a source of inspiration. Maybe I'll figure out a way to get a house with these crazy views too, right? And it's not a place of disconnection. Now it's a place of connection. Let me come over to your house and enjoy your view with you. Hey, let me actually buy you this really cool meditation pad. Oh, I'm really hoping that she's not listening to this right now because I haven't actually given her this really cool meditation pad. You guys, it's so cool. Have you guys seen um, society6.com? It's the best website where there's all these like artists. um, I I don't want to say like local artists because it's a website, but (laughs) 
all of these, you know, not super famous artists, these artists, and they put their artwork on there. And then you can get like prints, you can get meditation pillows, you can get, that's what I got her. And it's really cool. It has this like sun and it kind of looks like her logo. Anyways, it's perfect for her um, meditation room, which I'm going to go over and enjoy the views. And then I'll use it as inspiration to one day design my home that has all these crazy, like jaw-droppingly spectacular views, right? So it's just totally inspiration versus like, huh, why did she get this? And I don't get this. This is not fair, (laughs) right? So I gave my brain some space to do that and then just gently shifted it. So I hope that answers your question, Leanne. Can you just notice that your brain will do that? And then can you shift it to inspiration? All right, you guys, I think this is enough. I want you to be able to digest this and I still have some more questions. So we'll do that in the coming episodes. I hope you guys have the best week ever. If you have been wondering about applying for the Yummy Mummy experience, you know you need to do it. It is time. You are ready. So go to lauraconley.com forward slash work dash with dash me and let's get you down to losing weight for the last time. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. Have the best week ever. Hey, if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, it would mean the world to me if you rated, reviewed, and subscribed in Apple Podcasts. And if you've enjoyed listening, you have to come check out the Yummy Mummy experience. It is my proven course and group coaching program where we take all this material to the next level and yep, you guessed it, lose weight for the last time. So if this is something that you want, head to lauraconley.com and click work with me. The best part, it comes with a body back or money back guarantee. And of course, you guys, if you haven't gotten your free podcast listener gift, head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. There are three weight loss hacks inside this gift that I am so excited to share with you. These are the three things that I do every day and my clients do every day to lose and maintain their weight. So head to lauraconley.com forward slash gift. If you guys don't know how to spell Laura Conley, it's just L-A-U-R-A-C-O-N-L-E-Y. I will see you there.